millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Best Hang Podcast featuring Max Kerman, Shane Cunningham, and I am Mike Bierman. Welcome to the best hang. I am Mike. We got Shane and we've got Matt Unsworth. What? <laughs> you might be saying, Where, where's Max? Max is usually the third guy. Well, Max is usually the third guy and he is coming today, we think. Uh, but we've already been delayed by about an hour and a half because last night was the Junos. Now, first of all, Matt Unsworth, thanks for joining us. Great to be here, guys. Great to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple appearances on the, the former pod, Mike, on Much. Uh, first time on The Best Hang, which is very appropriate because you are one of the best hangs that we know. But back to Max for a second. Uh, the Junos were last night and the Arkells performed. Uh, uh, they opened the show. Uh, I'm sure he was a very busy boy. But I don't know, Shane, why do you think, why do you think Max isn't here right now? I always blame being overserved, and I think that could be the case. Max gets excited <laughs> after he does a good performance. He's on the adrenaline high. He wants to keep the party going. And I think he probably stayed out later than maybe he should have. Yeah, Max is classically anti-hangover too, right? He's got a he's got a whole thing about hangovers, not a fan. Oh yeah, he no, he, he struggles with them if he, if he goes for it, for sure. He needs he needs some time to rec- recover. But in the meantime, Matt Unsworth, welcome. Thanks for being here. What have you been up to? Let our listeners know because longtime listeners certainly know you from your previous appearances. Like I said, on, on Mike on Much, on The Pedestal, the movie pod that we've done. You, you're like a, you're like one of the the number one friends of the pod. You've been around since day one. Thanks, guys. It's been uh, it's awesome. You guys were on my pod a bunch of times. Yes, great, Heist. Great hanging. Heist. Heist. R.I.P. Since we last Heist. talked, Heist has wrapped. R.I.P. One of the best podcasts in the world, but like all good things, it did eventually come to an end. Yeah, it had to end. It was taking up a little too much time. We figured 200th episode would be the way to cut it. And uh, oh, look what we got here. We got, what? We got Max popping in here. Oh my goodness. Chick one, two. We're on a bit of a time crunch today, so we figured we might as well get rolling. We thought it could be funny if you came in late and grumpy from a potential hangover and and, uh, that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, I'm back in business. Can you see me? Okay. Here hey, we are. Hey. Oh, you look good, though. Yeah, you do look good. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I had my hairs. My hair was professionally curled yesterday. Yeah, you oh, can tell. Uh, it looks good. I, I saw at that. the Junos. Yeah, Who yeah. did you request that anyway. rapper? You wanted his hairstyle. Oh, Jack Harlow. Yes. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Thank you very much. He's got more of a perm than I do. But uh, Anzi, how you doing? Great to see you. Great to see you. <laughs> Congrats on the big win last night. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. I'm like very tired right now. We, we had like a <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? T- tired? Is that what <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know who showed up though? So so you know, the after party was, you know, just full of all old friends, you know, people you haven't seen in a couple of years, music industry people, other bands, you know, just the whole a lot of people who 
you miss a lot of people who you don't think you like, and then you see them in real life. You're like, ah, I do kind of like this person. You know how you kind of build up an idea of somebody oh, yeah. b- because you, you only witness them on social media and you're like, ah, I kind of hate that person. And then you see them in real life. Like, nah, they're just a person. Everyone's having a good time. It also helped that it was open bar. But you know who was there? The biggest surprise of the night? Do you know who showed up? Felix. What the fuck is Felix doing? Wait, what? <laughs> Not Felix Cartel. Our friend Felix? German Felix? Our, our, our friend Felix, the father of two who lives in Hamilton, who's not in the music business at all. And I look over, it's like two in the morning, and there's Felix just standing there. Why? How? Is Felix? I have no idea. But I was like, man, he's putting all you other Hamilton dads to shame. Yeah. Don't give a fuck. You didn't ask him why he was there? He, I, he gave some sort of like vague answer. It was very, I don't know. I didn't really. He just wanted to party. Investigate. Good party. for him. Yeah, to, good, to good get for out yeah. on a Sunday night when you got two kids uh, is hard. And props to Felix for making it all the way from Hamilton to Toronto. So did you did you do a drink <laughs> with them? Did you say, hey man, I can't believe you made it? Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I promptly told the story about how we know Felix, which is one of my favorite stories to tell to like a random person if Felix happens to be around. Yeah, Matt, do you know the story? Uh, like, remind me. So basically the, the backstory is, uh, that, uh, my roommate at the time, Julian was, was starting to see this, this nice girl that I went to school with, uh, Jess, Jess is a sweet country bumpkin. She's a nurse. Uh, she, you know, people from the country like being described bumpkin, as country bumpkin, bumpkin that seems like lacking intelligence mm. or something. I'm not sure though. Oh, that's I a might be a bumpkin term? myself. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I don't mean it in that way. Yeah. But anyway, then she's like, okay, I'm going on a, like a big trip with my family to the Dominican Republic. I'll see you in a week or whatever. She comes back from the trip and she dumps Julian. Mm-hmm. And, and we're like, what happened? Julian is the best. We love Julian. Julian would make the, the most sort of suitable doting partner. And we're like, what happened? He's like, apparently she met some guy. Like she had a guy at a resort. You just falling like what kind of idiot country bumpkin goes to the public for the first time? You were a good and, and bumpkin. Now with, you've okay. done that. <laughs> and she's like, and worse off, this guy's from Germany. So I'm like, you know what, Julian? She sounds like an idiot. If she's going and dumping your ass for a guy she met at a resort in Dominican Republic and he lives in Germany and he was there with his family, good riddance. On to the next one. Anyway, it turns out that German guy is Felix. They have been together since. They've been together for 10 years. They have two kids. And Felix and Julian are neighbors and best friends. So it all kind of worked out. Julian great. found the love of his life. He has his own family. And it's a, it's a great story. But uh, anyway, Felix uh, brought the party. And I like telling that story. I always thought that it was like she went on a backpacking trip for months, fell in love with this guy over a whole romantic <laughs> thing. I didn't know it was no. a week at a resort somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like an all-inclusive. Yeah. The drinks are free. That's the problem. <laughs> unlimited. Uh, and, and so who's all there? The nuts there? The, the, the uh, whole crew there? The nut, you know, it was fun. Like, um, I mean, who wasn't there? But yeah, I mean, the, the regular cast of characters were all there. We, uh, I, I ended up commandeering a TTC bus because we had to go from Budweiser stage to Liberty Village. If you're familiar with Toronto geography, it's like, it's a straight shot, but you have to kind of go underneath you know, the, the train tracks, everything just takes longer than you want it to. But then the CDC bus was rolling by and we, and we just hopped on, didn't even make us pay. There was like eight of us. We're like, we're getting on the bus. And it took us right to the venue. So that was kind of cool. But um, yeah, it was a very um, exciting night. We got to perform. We got to win. We won an award group of the year. Um, but a big, a big thing is, you know, meeting the other uh, musicians there, the ones that you don't know necessarily. So, uh, Wynn Butler from Arcade Fire, he was there. I was very, and he's a hero of mine. And, uh, we ended up chatting with him for like us, probably like a solid 15 minutes. We talked mostly about basketball because he lives in New Orleans now and he's a big basketball fan. He like plays against the New Orleans, like assistant coaches and stuff like that. Um, talked to Mustafa, the poet, um, and who, who's like, has his own career, of course, but also like writes for like The Weeknd and James Blake and has like a co-write on Sucker by Jonas Brothers. So we got to talk to him, uh, Charlotte Carden, who I'm a big fan of, got to talk to her and her band. Uh, did not see uh, Avril Lavigne, though, which would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it what was. What about Sean Mendes? But yeah, it was good. Oh, you know, Sean was sitting a few rows ahead of us, did not have a chance to talk to him. I passed him, but I don't know. I Do you think he remembers... Me, he's been on this like pod. When we, when yeah, he, he. I know. Our first year doing the MMVAs with this pod, they stuck us in like a little closet. And Sean was nice enough to come in and give us time, and he was funny. Do you think he remembers me fondly? Do you think he remembers me at all from that interaction? Like, do you mm. think he, his his idea of the guy from the Arkells is like, oh, I like that guy, or eh, fuck that guy? 
I don't know why you'd say fuck that guy. No? That'd be weird. I don't know. But I love Sean Mendes, for the record. <laughs> yeah. I, I love I, I love to be Sean Mendes' friend. We actually got a chance to hang out with his guitarist, Zubin, who who uh, who's an Kells fan, who uh, has uh, who, who came to the show in Kitchener. Really, really nice guy. Really talented musician. I, I got to ask, though. I mean, I'm a little surprised. So, like, as our listeners know from the top, like, you, you, you put the pod back a bit. You said you weren't quite ready to record. And, mm. then, and then you were a little delayed. That's okay. You had a big night. Not everybody just wins an award and opens a big award show with a performance. Uh, but I got to say, I'm a little surprised because you usually treat these nights as like, uh, air quote, work nights. You don't really like, mm. you don't really turn it into a party. So when you shot uh-huh. the text off this morning where you're like, yo, let's push it back. I was a little surprised. Yeah, it, it, it turned into a fun night, not just a work night. Uh, uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> How late we talking? Uh, I think I went to bed at like three thirty, which was which is late, and just like I don't know, everyone was in such a good mood. I can't really understate um, how good it felt to be around the people in our industry. You know, it's been three years since like anything right. like this happened, and you know, and we talked about this I think on the Kids in the Hall pod, where it was like everybody works really hard and it's not necessarily like a lucrative career for most people in music. Um, but it's a fun one. It's a fun job because you get to go to fun shit. It's just like, that's what separates a job working at a bank versus, you know, working in television or music, which is like, Oh, I get to go to fun events with interesting people and there's open bar and it's a cool vibe and it's not what other normal jobs are like. And so the fact that that's been denied for the last three years and we all got to finally have that night again, it just felt amazing. It was just, yeah, it was just good. And you couple that being worth 20 mil on network.com, it's going to result <laughs> in a party. <laughs> Anzi might not have heard yeah. that. Yeah. Anzi, did you hear He's the episode worth 20 work? million dollars on uh, celebritynetwork.com. Oh man, next. damn, you got a lot of cash, mm-hmm. dude. He doesn't like talking about it though, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anzi ha- still has an invoice uh, for his uh, time on the music video yet so oh, you yeah. might have to change that that number Bump that number yeah, up. That's, oh, that's good to know inside information <laughs> that's actually a perfect segue unless max do you have anything more about the junos that you wanted to say other than just had a great time no all right. No, it was a great time. All right. Well, awesome. we're happy that you finally joined us and you're here. But maybe uh, you're wondering, oh, why is uh, Matt Unsworth here other than just being a great friend who we love? You directed the video for Past Life, starring, of course, Will Forte. Uh, uh, Unzi, you directed it. I know uh, Ray Wong helped co-directed. Uh, yep. And we just want to talk to you about the experience because we're obviously all huge Will Forte fans. Our listeners feel like it feels like they've really wanted to know since the video came out. And you were there on set. So uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about Will Forte and sort of how this all all came about. You want me to take the lead, Max? Yeah, just tell us, t- tell us your recollection. I'm actually more interested to know your perspective on the chaos that was this video. But we, <laughs> I say chaos in a positive way because everything we do has a certain sense of chaos because it's always like, okay, we need to turn this thing around in four days. We got to do this. This is all happening. We're going to keep it you know, lean and mean and it's just going to go, go, go. So that's the speed that Ash and I like to work at. So I'm kind of curious to know from your perspective what it's like dealing with us and the barrage of ideas and assignments that you have to contend with. Uh, Absolute nightmare, Max. (laughs) (laughs) As he takes a sip of coffee. (laughs) Well, I I guess where it started was I was just hanging out at my house one day, got a call from you and ash i always know someone's up when i get a call from both of you <laughs> and uh you're just like hey we, we're gonna be in la because ash is winning an award and we want to put a music video together i think it, maybe it's like we were about two weeks out and you're like here's the deal we don't have a concept yet this is a song we want to make music video we want to be running gun super lean super mean this is the budget got two weeks to do it and at that moment it's funny. I just said yes without even thinking about the implications of it. Um, <laughs> like it's so much stuff going on at work with my company that I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then I was like, oh my god, how am I going to do this? This is, is going to be so much work. Um, and the biggest challenge is right off the bat is this LA operates differently. Everyone kind of knows the deal and their value and their worth here a little bit more than I think back home where it's just hard. Like it's hard to get a PA. It's hard to get DPs. It's hard to get people to work for exposure or, or so favors. It's easier stuff. for Max to take advantage of people in Canada. Yes. than yes. Right. <laughs> in other words, 
Correct. You want to be in. You want to be a, in a, a part of the Arkells video, don't you? <laughs> um. So it started with just uh, everything at once, concepting, and then trying to find a location, and then trying to uh, get a DP. DPs are always the kind of the most important thing, as you guys are. Director know. of photography. And Director how did you find one who didn't know his worth or her worth? <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> I had called a few and they were like fairly like one guy had shot Marvel stuff. There's another uh, Japanese Uh-oh. woman that was like super like she was just her work was killer. I started talking to them and started to turn into their fee was going to be our entire music video budget. Mm. And so <laughs> I was like, oh, let me call Max. See if there's some wiggle room here for budget wise. And then Max, I talked to Max and Ash and they were like, yeah, no, no wiggle room. Uh, we got a guy. We got some guys you can talk to. Uh, so we found a guy through a guy, kind of. Um, that he had a few things on his reel that we we're like, well, I guess this will. It looks good enough to make this work. Um, and then uh, I brought Ray on. Just it's just. I mean, you guys, uh, Shane, you probably you know this fairly well. Just just to have a support, having two people on set. Two people to kind of divide and conquer is worth its weight in gold. Um, and for our listeners, uh, Ray is part of the uh, world famous uh, Bell Media crew that has spawned Mark Myers, Mike Veerman, Shane Cunningham, Matt Unsworth, uh, Ray uh, Siwong, yeah. Ray Wong. Like it's it's from he's from that the same department. Oh, right? he yes. was part of that. He's crew. an amazing Absolutely. director. Yeah, so yeah, good. Really yeah, good. Uh, that, and that's what I write it from the get go. Kind of was like. Just want to do a, a full collab, which was great because it sort of united all of us together again. Uh, got Mike on the phone and Shane in spirit. He was he was uh, somewhere else. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Please <laughs> tag me when you post the video that I was involved. <laughs> uh, to start concepting uh, and a lot of brainstorms and uh, my, you know, Myers came on later to edit it and me and Ray and Max like. It was just the crew back together, which was such an awesome, awesome experience. And then just started concept. There, there was two kind of concepts going that were competing, which um, I love the way this one turned out. The, the second one was that we were going to recreate shot for shot uh, lens, steal my sunshine <laughs> was the other, yeah. <laughs> which I think would have been super funny to see you. And I uh, feel like that concept comes up in every single video, like ever <laughs> that we've ever made. We're like, what if? Steal my sunshine. What is we it? Just recreated shot for shot. You <laughs> Have do you it. seen that before? I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, it feels like it's a thing. Yeah. Ash just texted me. We still might do it one day. So it's a good concept. <laughs> okay. Someone's going to steal that concept now. There's going to be some oh, damn guy that listens to this. And okay. be, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we just started, just started crewing up. Got really lucky with a super PA that turned into kind of a camera operator almost. <laughs> um and got the location kiss kiss bang bang for way less than i thought it was going to cost that that's a bar in a hotel so the line hotel is in uh koreatown and it's a very cool it's sort of like the drake hotel if you're familiar with that in toronto and it's a bar in inside of there right yeah and it's it's so there's a bar called kiss kiss bang bang another one called break room 86 and mm-hmm. multiple bars across la like the these like cool hip bars owned by this one group of people and the other reason we were kind of it made the process a lot easier is because the manager the guy that runs all these bars remembered the arkells because you guys played a show at no vacancy like 10 years ago yeah yeah um and he remembered you um i was there and uh and uh yeah then we started then the whole will forte thing came in and completely Changed it and elevated it so much. I mean, it's so awesome that he came through. What is your recollection of the dinner on the <laughs> Tuesday? <laughs> yeah, so it was like uh, you, me, Ash, Tim, Jess, Jess is uh, Tim's wife, uh, Will and his wife, Olivia. And we all went to a nice dinner in West Hollywood. And then there was multiple conversations going on at the table. And I didn't even hear the first start of this conversation but i guess it was like you had brought up you wanted to get bob dylan's son in the video and will said he would he would do a stand-in and and do a a guest Mm -hmm. appearance the funny part about that night though is we're we're having some drinks so you just think that's kind of 
you know, things you say after a couple drinks and they're promises you never, you expect will just fall through at the end. But Will kept bringing it up and being like, yeah, man, it's going to be fun. I'll see you guys Thursday. This was Tuesday, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll see you guys Thursday. It's going to be awesome. He brought it multiple times. And then when we were leaving, he was like, all right, I'll see you guys soon. Great. So send me the location and I'll be there. And then I think you and I, like Max, you and I just looked at each other like, is he coming? Like, what What just happened? In her video? Was there a contingency plan in place if he didn't show up? No, no, wow. there wasn't. It was it, the concept just changed right after that. Um, we just started. That's when again got uh, Mike on the phone and we all had a kind of a multi a multi-person brainstorm about how we could put Will in there. Um, that made sense. And uh, Mike came up with the idea of having him be the bartender that joins in the song, but not knowing any of the lyrics. Yeah, I miss timing it. Like when you try to sing with people. I, yeah. And that that idea was actually almost right at the end of the call. Like Max, we were kind of wrapping it because just things had to move. And I remember Unzi, like we had talked when he found out that Will Forte was going to be in it. And it's like, on one hand, that's super exciting. You got Will Forte is going to be in this thing and you're going to get to direct him. But on the other hand, it changed the complete dynamic of what you were shooting within 48 hours. <laughs> yeah. So it's like also a bit of a panic scramble. <laughs> totally. But it's like, yeah, it's like creative stuff. It always works out in the end. I was interested to know, like if for for this dinner, like you said, you, you you're like, oh, they say they're going to show up, but it's just stuff we say when we're having drinks. Are you starting to like now, you know, as you're a little bit buzzed as dinner's wrapping, are you starting to go into work brain mode where you're like, fuck, what am I actually going to, I'm, I'm going to actually have to change this whole thing around now. Or are you like, this will not be a thing by tomorrow. It was, it was 50, 50. Like I was going to have to make a plan regardless of if he was going to come or not. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I was, it was a coin flip for sure. Like, <laughs> Will's such an we, awesome we guy. You. Yeah. Go ahead. We, we we called you the second you got home from the dinner. Right? <laughs> so like basically, it was like I texted you. I was like, when you get home, call me immediately. And uh, and then we and then uh, did we call you that night, Mike, or the next morning? I think it was. It would have been later your uh, time. Yeah, it was the next day for sure. Yeah. And, but even in those conversations, there's always that bit of a thing, like you guys say, because it's like you say something casually. Everyone's like, yeah, like it's it's happening. But you, I guess you don't know until he actually walks through the door. Yeah. Because it was such a casual thing. It's not like it was booked through an agent and all of this stuff. It's literally just a favor and a guy who happens to live in the city being like, yeah, I'll come by. But that guy happens to be a super famous comedic actor, you know? <laughs> when he shows up, essentially assuming he's going to probably be a two-second cameo, how do you break it to him that he's almost the star the linchpin of the video (laughs) i think we were just trying to gauge if he was in a rush or like what his vibe was and he seemed pretty chill he was just hanging out talking to everybody didn't seem like he was uh you know worried about timing or anything so i think he was maybe even asked him you know how much time he had but he was cool i think he hung out for like two and a half hours or something like that wow yeah i think the the thing about what the tricky part of writing him in was like, how do we, how do we like make the use the most of his talents, but not make the videos so ridiculous because the song is like a heartfelt, serious, like sing along song. So if we got too ridiculous and too over the top, like goofy or slapstick, it might misrepresent the song. So we're like, what if it's like, you know, especially in the edit, we, we sort of nod to him a little bit throughout and then he kind of makes the big reveal at the end and we can kind of have some some laughs in the final chorus but if it was just started off ridiculous that would probably not doing service to the song yeah i i really like how it it sort of cut like there's a scenario sincerity to the song and especially in the first concept of it and stuff for the the video uh but like you don't want that too that's if you don't want that one note throughout the whole music video. So having that little sprinkle of comedy in it, and especially at the end, um, it just helped it so much. Like, it, I think it would have been one note without, mm-hmm. without Will. And there's also something that you can relate to. Cause you're like, yeah, I mean, jumping on stage, not knowing the words, uh, it's, it's a funny thing and it's not too goofy or wacky. Uh, um, and, and he, his subtlety, the way he pulled it off subtly of not knowing the words is shows is how talented that guy is. Oh yeah, man. He didn't ham it up. It just looked so believable that he was doing his best to sing along, but didn't know any of the words. <laughs> no, it's so good. Is your mind blown that you've directed something with Will Forte in it? Yeah. I just kind of happened so fast um, that I didn't really think about it, but it was, yeah, it was, it's amazing. It's an awesome, I don't know. Like, if anything had come from it, but that was, it was just such an awesome experience to, 
you know, to do the video in the first place and then do it with Will. This has made it even better. What would happen if Will Forte slid a huge invoice your way like three weeks later? <laughs> His actual rate? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> well, you think about it. He had just hosted SNL, which yes. is a pretty high level of celebrity fame, like two weeks before that. So to have him show up with no agents or any lawyers or anyone involved just to drive over and pop in a music video. Uh, and he paid for his own valet. Paid for his own valet, <laughs> which was like 60 bucks. He had a good joke about that, right? You tried to offer him money for the valet, but he was like, yo, you you would try to tip and just embarrass me with how low it was or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to embarrass me with a bad joke. Yeah. The second part of the video, though, is so after Nathan from Cold War Kids and Will go home, we have to shoot the nighttime driving scene. And so we uh, just kind of give you a sense. We we all the crew, which was you know Ash and I, uh, and then uh, Anzi and Ray, and then the three kind of camera people, all go back to your apartment uh, in in uh, Echo Park. Are you in Echo Park? Yeah, Is that- yeah, basically, yeah. And- we we eat some pizza and then I have to start driving around your 1972 Scout truck, which is the other star of the video, really, because people <laughs> people love that truck so much. Um, but it was it was very funny because we it, was, it had been a long day already. Everyone was pretty tired, and we just need to kind of get some scenes of me driving around. Which in my mind, okay, that'll take 15 minutes, but. Because it's nighttime, you have to kind of be driving on a street with the right amount of light. You want the background and the backdrop uh, to look really cool and like nighttime LA vibes. So it ended up probably taking three hours or something of just driving around and your, your car, like I was very nervous driving your car. Cause it is like your baby and it drives like a boat and it's like <laughs> all the original equipment. And so basically like stick shift or automatic, like, it's automatic, automatic. Oh, thank goodness. Thank God. But I, but I had to be performing the song like emotionally and kind of playing to camera while also trying to avoid Los Angeles traffic, which was like a very like nerve wracking thing. And then the other thing is, as uh, as uh, as you said earlier, L.A. is a very, you know, film industry town. You need permits to do anything. So we're driving around downtown L.A. with a camera operator next to me in the front seat. And the music is blasting out of like and there's no ceiling on this car. It's like a, it's a convertible Jeep. And it's, so it's like very, very loud. The car is loud. We're playing the music really loud. There's a camera operator. And because we were in downtown LA, there was cops like every five fucking minutes. So I'd be in the middle of a take and they'd be like, cop, 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 turn the volume down, turn the volume down. And there's like connected like a Bluetooth speaker. And so we can never turn down very fast. And I'm like, trying not to hit people. Like there's like pe- people walking onto the street. There's cops. Con- uh, it was, it was probably one of the most stressful things I've ever had to do on, on set. At least I, Hundred percent agree. A, you're the first per- first and only person to ever drive my truck, which was wow. really, yeah already concerned. You never told me that. Yeah, I didn't want to make you too nervous. <laughs> B, wow. I've I never seen you drive before. I think even one point I asked you if you had a driver's license. <laughs> I was like, I've never seen Max drive ever. <laughs> um, and and like you said, you had to you had to perform and drive of like a car you're not used to. And I was and actually, like, I drive rental cars and stuff, but that's one thing. Cause yeah. all new cars are sort of the same. This is not the same. It's a beast. A car from 1972 is just a whole other thing. But I was impressed. Like you seemed to, you did it. You were performing very, like you performed completely uh, like very well. And you're also while driving and not killing all of us that were in the car. There was like four people in the car. Um, yeah, that's the thing. And there's another shots from, um, so your buddy Gordy came with his like Bronco vintage Bronco truck to get the, the, the scenes of me driving in the other lane. So basically I had to be like, okay, get a little closer or a little tighter, a little tighter, a little tighter. So basically I have to like drive at full speed. Like I'm in fucking fast and furious, but right next to this other vintage truck. I'm just like, fucking hell. Yeah. It was, it was a lot. I remember too, when day. the, you can hear it in the video you posted, but the first time we got pulled over from the cops, I'm like <laughs> hiding underneath behind the seat. And you're, I hear like, cops, shit, pull over. And in my head, I thought we were done. Like we'd get tickets, we'd get shut down. But in my panic, I was trying to turn the, stop the music. You're like, stop the music, stop the music. But I panicked and just started making it louder and louder and louder. <laughs> so it just got yeah. su- super loud. You can hear it in the video. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> 
Cops, cops, cops. Did you actually get pulled over? No. Oh. We never got pulled over. Uh, one of them honked at us because we were driving too slow, but that was it. He honked at us. <laughs> wow. So fun, but yeah, that the driving stuff was definitely the most stressful thing. And we had shot for so long, like yeah. already that day. And the other thing is, you know, we're working with a bunch of people that we don't really know. You know, I think everybody was like, felt the pressure of the day because obviously we had like a Hollywood star on set. We were trying to get a lot accomplished in a short amount of time. Uh, but but Shane, I think to your earlier point, uh, the sort of allure of Arkell, of working with Arkells might have not really been present with some of these. Uh, is yeah. that the nice way to put it? With, 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 with some with some of the crew members who are like, this is just a day job for me. Like, this is just like, I'm here to do my work, do my pay. I don't give a fuck about, you know, this particular thing. Like, I'm just going to do my job. And as a result, there's a little bit, like we've never really experienced any tension on set before, but I felt a little bit of tension between... <laughs> one of an the, unnamed party one of the, who was on the an crew. unnamed party yeah. on the crew <laughs> but, but but we all wanted to keep the vibes really good but there was like oh, matt any particular moments that stuck out yeah because you're you're was, you're kind of stuck in that situation where you can't fire the person or you can't like you know if it even came to that but you can't tell them you can't really yell at them or fire them because you know a they're working for cheap and b um, if they leave, you're toast and you're going to have mm-hmm. to pick the camera up yourself. So you're kind of <laughs> stuck there, right? And you have to deal with, you know, if they have strange, strange mannerisms. And right away, getting some surliness uh, from one of the crew. Just some comments, some some lessons in how to make music videos and how things are properly done to Ray and I who have done multiple music videos before. Uh, There's always and, one on set, in my experience. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. always one asshole. Always. <laughs> we didn't call him that. We didn't didn't, call him. No, no I'm just saying. In my experience, yeah, yeah. not this guy. Um, <laughs> just with, like, they all like snide comment here mm-hmm. and there, and we were kind of talking back and forth a little bit about it. But I remember at one point we were like just ready to shoot the driving stuff, and it was already like tensions were pretty high already. And the crew member, uh, he turned on the lights for the car to light Max's face inside the car. And he, it, it was this like this like kind of like neon rod that you could select the color, and so he selected this like cold blue color, and it like filled the car. It made like Max look dead. It did not look good. And immediately, this is this goes back to Max's experience and you know just knowing what's up. He was like, "Hey, man, can you like, I don't know, like I don't want to tell you to do a job, but can you just like make it? I think it's called warmer. It's a little cold right now. Can you make it like when he's saying warmer? Max is saying like make it yellow or orange, and the guy's like, "Uh, yeah, I could, but like the last music video I did, it was uh, I also let it warm in orange. So I don't know. I think it would just be like, you know, I don't want to copy that video. <laughs> and Max is like, I don't think there's going to be any. I don't think there's going to be any crossover here. I don't think anyone's going to point out that these two things are colored. <laughs> orange that's so weird <laughs> it was so it was so bizarre it, it was just and also it's just like you know if you ask any photographer it's like how do you make the subject look good it's like yeah just like a nice warm light you know <laughs> it's like it's just like it's like you know just think about what you like how you look best on a zoom call versus you know what i mean like um and also the other thing is normally i'm so used to um on set just screaming at Myers. Speak, Myers, hurry the fuck up. We got no time. Myers, let's go. And and I think Mark kind of likes it. And, and that kind of goes uh, with, with, with all. He probably likes this. <laughs> um, and that kind of goes like for all the Arkells crew too. Like we, I, I think at least I have a really good relationship with, with like with, with our monitor guy or whatever. Because um, I'm usually like, we got to go. We got to fucking go. Let's go. Come on, guys. What the fuck is going on? Let's fucking go. There's always That's an asshole on set and it's always Max. On every <laughs> yeah, it's always me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, so because I, I usually, especially on music videos, played the part of the assistant director, the AD. And if you've been on like a proper music video, the AD is basically the person going, let's fucking go. We got to hurry the fuck up. That's like the main job. So the director doesn't have to tell people that. The assistant director goes, hey, lighting let's go hey come on we gotta get set props let's go let's go he's that guy and that and i usually take on that responsibility because we 
have no crew. Anyway, all to say is that my charms in did not work that day <laughs> when it when it came to dealing with certain members of the crew. I'm like, all right, guys, uh, we're at Anzi's place. Let's, uh, all right, everyone, everyone eat their pizza. Everyone good? All right, let's get in the fucking. It's getting late. It might rain. It might rain. It's unusual for it to rain in LA, but it could rain. Let's. So we really got to fucking go. We really got to go. And then the guy's like leans in for his like fourth slice of pizza and he just looks <laughs> looks at Anzi and I <laughs> while taking a fresh bite. <laughs> like, okay. But the thing is but the thing is he held all the power because he had the camera. <laughs> he knew how to use the camera. camera. <laughs> so we needed we're like fuck like we can't do anything about it. He, he's gonna eat his pizza and it's gonna take as long as it wa- he wants it to take. <laughs> that yeah that was a moment that moment was insane because he was like, he was talking to somebody else, directly eye contact. We got to go. It's going to rain all this stuff. Looks like notes that he heard it say that turns back to the person he's talking to, continues talking, then gets up, gets another slice of pizza, sits down and eats it. Like, what is going on? It's like a power move. <laughs> it was the craziest power move I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my God. It was... Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, it was amazing. Well, the video, yeah, the video turned out amazing and everybody, uh, everybody loves it. Unzi, I asked you this offline, but like a lot of people reaching out and really excited about the video and everything. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like, I think I said to you too, it's the, the combination of Arkell's Cold War Kids and Will Forte, it, it almost is like a laser beam into a certain demographic. So like the people that like this, like this and like this. Yeah. So it mm. really kind of turned into something where everyone likes everything involved. Um, and yeah, tons of people writing, tons of people I haven't talked to in years writing. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It, felt, it was awesome. It's great. It feels oh, free to cut this question out, but having worked with him once, could we get him for the sketch show, Unsworth? <laughs> and Unsworth is a, a writer on the sketch show, a huge part of it. Do you think we can get him for a cameo? I think there would be a possibility you'd have you, but again, he's lives in LA, right? We fly there. Uh, so if we flew there, possibly, I know that he's, he's, um, yeah, there's a small possibility. Say, say that we are all there. Max is there. We all go for, I think that the idea would be, we all go out and then throw the idea at him. It wouldn't be like a send an email thing. It's we just, have to recreate the scenario. We have to recreate oh. the scenario. We got to set up the same dinner, the same people. <laughs> <laughs> we have to write the bit for Bob Dylan's son, for Jacob Dylan. <laughs> yes. for the sketch. Yeah, we have to <laughs> act like there's someone else we're there for yes. who backed out. And we're like, we're screwed, Will. This comedic actor has backed out. He's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, cool. It just keeps eating. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, yeah, that is incredible. Well, one thing that is also incredible 
This is another one of my classic segues is Blue Lobster, Nova Scotia's mm. own. Are you cool being part of a sponsored ad, Unsworth? Uh, this was not in the agreement. That <laughs> you were You're our forte in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sponsored by Red Lobster, so it's a conflict of interest. <laughs> There's a conflict. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll do a, we'll do a red lobster one after this for you. Uh, but have you had a blue lobster? No, I was going to say, how do I get my hands on this blue lobster? Is it in the states yet? Not yet. We'll send you some though. Yeah, and you can be our LA brand ambassador. All right. for the pod and blue lobster. What what's the deal? Is it a cooler? Is it a beer? What is it? I don't even know anything about it. What is it like? A it's, it's like a, a flavored vodka seltzer. It's very delicious. Easy to drink. Oh yeah, gets you that perfect buzz. Mm, yes. Uh, Anzi, uh, Anzi, actually, um, we, we've had a fair number of uh, great nights out on the town together, uh, especially because, as I've mentioned before, you're my one L.A. friend. So like, I <laughs> just call you one of them like, all right, uh, what are we doing? And <laughs> you have instructed me. And I, and I think that this um, lesson has been passed on to all of our friends. If you want to moderate your drinking, you put a vodka soda in a tall glass. You Because if because then. LA, if they if you get the little vodka sodas in the small glass, they're usually like two shots in there, and it's just too much immediately. Yeah, um, it's a glass of vodka. You, your night's over. You're cross-eyed <laughs> yeah. after a drink and a half. But the perfect thing about Blue Lobster is is it's the perfect liquor amount in the perfect size can. You know, it's a, it gets you it, it takes you on a journey. Like no other, my, my brain is so fried right oh, now. Yeah. Not to oversell it, but yes, <laughs> yeah. I agree, Max. <laughs> Did they invent tall cans, Blue Lobster? If so, kudos <laughs> to them. <laughs> Don't we usually make an ad? And we got on to oh, yeah, this. Is is what, this, is what, this is what our crew yeah, okay. did let's, back in the day. Let, let's, let's write an ad. Who wants to start it? Well, Unsworth is our guest, Lobster. you know. Yeah. Oh, man. Might as well make on. an ad for us. Well, it's a, it's a, it's so it's a seltzer. Where, where is it? Where does it originate? Where's it from? Nope. Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Well, I like to have a drink that you can have a day drink with that, again, like you were saying, you could kind of drink throughout the day. You don't have to worry that you're going to crash super hard. Mm. And um, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> We got, we got a couple elements it's daytime it's daytime you've yeah. got a drink maybe you're sitting by a pool maybe we'll do like a, a comparison spot where there's one guy drinking blue lobster another guy Ooh. he's just drinking a short drink. vodka soda in, in a, a short glass in a short glass and the blue lobster guy is cool as a cucumber all day make cracking jokes being the cool <laughs> highlight <laughs> of the party and the guy drinking vodka sodas is just a disaster. He's, he's just he's, a, he's actually just floating face down in the pool by the end of the <laughs> ad. The, you hear the ambulance coming from around the corner. Uh, uh, and then the other guy is just very cool, as you said. That's a, that's the end. The uh, end page, as they call it. It's a guy face down in the pool and then uh, overhead shot of the guy face down in the pool. And the Blue Lobster uh, logo comes over it and it says, uh, Blue Lobster, drink responsibly. Unlike this guy. And he's. Yeah, stay cool. Stay cool. Stay, yeah. stay cool. Mm-hmm. That's great. I do. I do like the idea of, um, you know, like your your afternoon kind of gets better and better compared to the other guy. So it's it's like the other guy. It's like he, he gets like it turns into like a black and white thing. You know, yeah. It's like and and, and he's <laughs> and he's like falling asleep, and uh, people are just like leaving the conversation with him. He's offending people. Meanwhile, you go to a life in color. The guy drinking the blue lobster. He's like rescuing people from burning buildings. Uh, you know, he, he's com- he's competing in like the four by one hundred relay, and he's they're winning the gold medal all on, all while sipping blue lobster. You might have to check with alcohol advertising laws on this ad, but yeah, I don't know. I'm also I noticing. Think, I, do, I do like the comparison though. It's just like you know because and that's why you can't drink those little vodka sodas you do love black and white worlds and then color this is your second second (laughs) you have pictured color black and white uh this is yeah you've done this before but i do like the idea of when you say the guy's running a marathon you know how people like hand you a cup of water from the sidelines when you're running a marathon it's like someone hands you the tall blue lobster like during the in the last leg of the marathon everyone else gets a regular water and they just keep the pace the guy with the blue lobster wins (laughs) Yes. <laughs> he just puts on the jets. 
<laughs> no, actually, you know, this is what I think it is. I think I think the, the tag is blue lobster. It's like your drink for any occasion or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and then it just shows like, yeah, different events that normally maybe like Gatorade or coffee or other drinks <laughs> would be appropriate. Yeah. But, it, but it's just blue lobster every time. So, yeah, like the marathon thing. You know, maybe you're cracking it open while you're reading the paper in the morning. It's like, yeah, guy goes for any occasion. Goes into a board meeting and just cracks, <laughs> cracks a <laughs> new roster. Yeah. <laughs> stay cool. Yeah, stay cool. Blue People will think it's cool. a sparkly water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> easily hideable. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is unhinged. Stay uh, discreet. Man. Yeah. Be discreet. <laughs> Be discreet. <laughs> Stay cool. Be discreet. Stay discreet. Stay cool. Well, we love Blue Lobster, and uh, we've been so happy to have them on uh, as a sponsor for the podcast. And their merch is awesome. I one of my favorite sweaters is the Nova Scotia one that uh, that they sent along. So uh, check that out if you are a listener, because um, their merch is awesome and their drink is delicious. So Blue Lobster, stay cool. Be discreet. Uh, put the motion in the ocean. Uh, what else was there? Make it rain. Get the motion uh, yeah. in the ocean. Yeah, motion in the ocean. The in these the are ocean. these are all the tags, Unzi, that we've had over the course of uh, the sponsorship. Yeah, all gold, <laughs> all gold. Do you want to hit one topic? Yeah, let's do a topic. Unzi, yeah. you cool to stick around for a topic? Sure, has got good yeah, hot takes. I'll stick around. All sure. right, Max, you got one. I well, if I, Max, you're fading. Uh, do we got you? you no. All right. No, I, I don't have a topic, but I'll participate. <laughs> <laughs> Shaney, you got anything? No, but I'm I'm also willing to participate. <laughs> and much like we put the uh sponsor ad on our guest, Anzi, since you're the guest, maybe you want to uh yeah, anything on your mind in the, anything in the news? Oh man. Uh what do we got? What do we got? See a team effort here. <laughs> he um, just looks around as the room and picks like, something yeah. that's on the news.com. <laughs> 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 I've got a topic. Did, right, did you right, hear about this? There was a baby born with two dicks. <laughs> why? I don't know why. Who knows why? It was just created that way. It happened. It was anomalous. And the parents had to remove one of the dicks. Wow. Would you Real be upset? Sophie's choice. Yes. Would you be upset if your parents removed the larger dick? <laughs> Why does Max? Why does Max, Max leave for left. that? Max is gone. The minute you run, he leaves in away. protest. I, I'm listening. I'm listening. I need to need water. I have my AirPods. In. Okay. Well, do you think they measured them first, or did that's it, like that's a good question? That that's what I was wondering. When it comes to removing the dick, I wonder how that went. Yeah. Do they measure first? Well, first of all, Shane, I thought your question would be, would you be mad that your parents removed your second dick in the first place? Oh, you, you think it could be beneficial to have two? <laughs> well, I don't know. Possibly. I mean, you want to maybe have a, some kind of input on the yes. scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Max, what are your thoughts? Um, I, I don't have any thoughts on this subject. <laughs> What about right, Chris Paul? He seems to be a bit of a flopper in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's worse than saying you have a good topic or idea and then it just bombing. I no, shouldn't no, open that way. Let's do you. You mentioned uh, like the, the NFT crypto and all that crashing. Well, there's That's- also there's also uh, sorry. The only other thing is there's like, I don't know. This is maybe this is inside baseball for me, but like uh, just with the lot of talk right now is just with. Netflix kind of like fumbling and their stock falling and people wondering what is going to happen. So people are talking about like what, you know, like what would you choose if you had to choose between three different services? Would you get rid of Netflix? Mm. Would you get rid of um, Mm. HBO Max? Things like that. So the um, streaming services are like the penises and we're deciding in this case. Yes. <laughs> yeah. do you, which do you remove? Which okay. do you keep? Uh, yeah, we, that's well, a we good could, one. We could play like, like fuck, Mary kill with the streamers. Oh, I like, that's good. That's good. 
Should we, yeah, should set it up and then we'll play Fuck, Mary Kill or did I already say Yeah, well, okay. So first of all, you have a different streaming situation because HBO Max is a big deal down in, like in, in America, whereas up here, all that HBO Max stuff gets funneled to Crave. So Crave is essentially HBO Max up here, I think for all intents and purposes. Yeah. Uh, that being said, so I'm like, what are the big ones? Like, would we say that the, the big three, another thing, Hulu's a big Netflix, thing Netflix, Prime, and Amazon Prime, and Crave would mm-hmm. be the big three in Canada. Disney. Disney, Disney is Plus. huge. Disney Plus Apple. Is coming, yeah. Ooh, Apple. Apple. I think mm. Netflix is the McDonald's. Netflix is like the, they're like the OG. You got to marry right? Netflix, right? You got to marry Netflix. Well, but here's, the, they're kind of sputtering. Like a lot of people are like, there's a, a lot, lot of, of marriages stuff, sputter but- out. <laughs> but to, so are you going to make it work? You've been with it or? the longest. You, you're used to it. You couldn't let it go if you want, even if you wanted to. But the stock is showing that people are, might be looking for a divorce from Netflix. You're saying make it work. You're sticking with it. I'm just saying that's all the more reason why it's like a marriage. Right. You're thinking right. about leaving it. You, you, it's I like, hard. This uh, analogy checks out too. Cause if you say, fuck it, it's sort of like you're trying a trial, a trial month of uh, a streaming service. <laughs> is the equivalent. Right. Exploring, exploring, <laughs> it's just exploring the thing. So if you had, if you had to choose between all of the services out there, fuck me or your kill, what, what would you, what would you do? Whew. Which one? Do, oh, I, I feel like the one I want to kill. I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I will leave it at yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Well, let's just say you can, here, here's how we'll do this. You only get one of all of them. We all have to choose the one that we get. You can only mm-hmm. have one streaming service. Which one do you keep? Anzi? Oof. Well, uh, I would probably see this is the, the difference between Canada and America, but I would say HBO Max. It's got it all, especially mm. for mm. It's got all the awesome HBO shows. It's got all the Warner Brother movies. Um, usually, you know, outside of a little window there, there's usually an awesome show to watch on Sunday. And you can't Succession. really say that about Netflix. Netflix is yeah. a thousand things, but none of them are very good. Yeah, HBO's prestige, you know, it's like you get, you get that like top line stuff. It's not going to like, I feel like the issue with Netflix is that they produce a lot of garbage, you know, <laughs> just like really middle of the road, cheaply made. Let's throw a bunch of things at the wall and see what happens kind of thing. Where HBO, I feel like there's a little bit more, you know, thought put into it. The quality is higher. This is my feeling. I think Apple Plus or whatever they call this, the, the Apple streaming service, like they've got, like I thought, I thought Severance was like the best show on that this yeah. year mm. so good um so it's like their hit rate is so high but it's hard man like besides but, severance yeah. though what have they done for us i i love for all mankind i love ted lasso i oh, love ted uh, lasso was good yeah. yeah ted lasso was a banger um i'm the sure the new I'm, show was pretty good the first season of that new show was pretty decent which one the uh, the, the new the morning morning, the morning show edition morning show morning yeah, show. yeah yeah um yeah, I mean they got some good stuff, and also, yeah, I don't know which one I keep. It's, but I mean Disney Plus is kind of like a big one if you got kids because they got some cool stuff too. For I mean they got the Beatles doc, uh, but I don't know, man. Netflix. And if you're a publicist for any of these streaming networks, we'd love to interview the stars of any. You're of your all programs. welcome. So <laughs> you're all welcome. Yeah, you're Prime, all you're all welcome here. Prime has hey, new kids in the hall. Before, that's big. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, one more thing before we go, I want to know about a, a wedding I was invited to that I missed out on. Uh, huge congratulations to to Jillian and Trevor. Yeah, uh, Jillian's your colleague on on the sketch show. She got married on Friday, and I was just kind of curious to know because, like, you know, I think we've sort of aged out of wedding season to a degree. You know that you go through that like run of like five to eight years where there's a lot of weddings, and the fact that and then you don't get invited to weddings for a while. I like until like your kids start getting married or some shit. I don't know when the next, but, but you're, but so a bunch of old guys yourselves, you know, around <laughs> the 40 year old area got invited to a wedding for a couple of 24 year olds. How did, how did it go? Did you feel out of place? Did you have fun? Did you let loose? Anything interesting happen? I like Amazon prime by the way, but as far as, <laughs> as far as uh, weddings go, <laughs> I felt fairly comfortable. I was worried I was going to feel like the old guy at a weird table with people I didn't know. But Jill put all the people who knew each other together. So it was very comfortable in that respect. And Jill's kind of a quirky, funny person. So there was a bunch of quirky, funny people there, which was fun to people watch. 
Um, and the speeches were all very good. The, they had a couple MCs that were very hilarious. Um, and Jill's speech was very quirky and interesting to watch. And she did a impromptu karaoke thing where she just started singing in the middle of her speech and her and Trev started dancing and then she fell on the dance floor <laughs> and it, and she just like, we thought she might've really hurt herself cause she was fallen for quite a while. And then she ran off and we didn't know if she was really embarrassed or kind of embarrassed or if she wasn't going to come back. And then Trevor came back and said, Jill wanted me to tell everyone that she just died of embarrassment, but she's okay. And then everyone <laughs> laughed. It was, it was a good wedding. Yeah. It was, it was a fun one to be at. Well, the, the funniest part of, about the fall really was so like at our table is like me and Shane and John and Mark Myers. And they had these little like analog cameras, like the ones you wind up and shoot at all the tables so people could take photos and like make memories. So Jill falls. And like Shane says, everyone's like, Oh shit, was that, that's like a real fall. Mark gets up from the table and he rushes over to her and you think maybe he'll extend a hand to help her up, but he actually just sticks the camera out over top and snaps a photo <laughs> and then runs back to the table. And we were like, help her up. And he was like, she'll like this memory. And then she, they, they rush her out into like another area. And as the door is slowly shutting, he sticks his arm out in the camera again and takes another shot to document the moment. Because as we know, Mark, he has a documentary uh, with Shane uh, delivery. He can't help but document everything. And ultimately, mm -hmm. over the aggregate of time, he's probably right. She will look at those photos once they get them developed and probably, I think, find it funny. But it was a very uh, Mark Myers moment. That's awesome. But good wedding. Yes. Did you get great wedding? Do you guys stay out late? We're pretty reasonable. Yeah, we left at like one. Yeah, I think well, that's not so bad. Yeah, and the the venue was beautiful. It was at like the, uh, the Ancaster Old Mill. Uh, it was yeah. It was I was like an awesome venue, and even like the spot where we waited for the Ubers felt very classy with the roundabout. Oh, mm. and Jill did the most elaborate thing I've ever seen in wedding history, and I've been at quite a few. She wrote her and Trevor wrote a oh, hand yes. written card to every single guest who attended the wedding. So when you sit down at your table. You just have this huge and like this card that's paragraphs and paragraphs like it's a long, well-written significant. Thing. So I open it wow. and I'm like, oh, no. And I'm just crying at the table. I wasn't <laughs> expecting for it to like hit me. I thought it'd just, just be a bullshit copy and paste job. But wow, to put in wow. all that effort, I think only a 23 or 24 year old could do that. Put in all that effort. Because I think once you go to a couple weddings, you kind of learn the deal. You don't need to go that elaborate, but I really did appreciate it. It was, it was very touching. Like it was very touching. And yeah, because like Shane said, it was like paragraphs of sort of in-depth sort of thoughts about how she thought about you. And then Trevor had the other page. And what are you laughing but, at right well, now? Well, everyone mm. started passing the cards around and comparing notes and seeing who got the better write-up. So... <laughs> And then everyone kind of felt guilty about the cards that they wrote to Jill. Cause you know how you, you got to give money to the bride and groom. You put it in a card, you drop it in a bin. So we were thinking about fishing our cards out that we had dropped in <laughs> and amending them to be more heartfelt more or well-written. Yeah. Cause I had just Alex do a shitty write-up, not, not in my handwriting or anything. I'm like, this is going to look terrible on my end. The cards were very beautiful. And I was like, are we like, are we going to show each other what they wrote? Is that like a violation? Like, did you, did anyone else get compared to Princess Diana? Uh, and then, uh, uh, <laughs> well, I didn't see yours is the only one I didn't read. What was the Princess Diana? I, I didn't share it. It was beautiful. She, she said some really kind things, but what's Princess Diana? You can't even say on the mic. She said some nice things about, uh, <laughs> how I have a way with people <laughs> like Princess Diana. <laughs> it, she did. Wow. Mm. <laughs> that's amazing yeah now max do you wish you went so you could see what she would have now wrote I to you wish I, I wonder if she wrote something i i could i told her i couldn't come but i'm gonna ask her just to send along a draft of what she thought about me <laughs> <so I can. laughs> all right that's good that's it that's our episode max go have a nap you deserve it congrats yeah, on the juno congrats, congrats on the big performance uh unzi congrats on the video and all that stuff exciting times everybody doing cool things and it warms my heart to no end uh i guess that's it that's all that's your episode gang unless anybody's got something else well, thanks for coming. This has been uh, the best thing. See you later. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 